everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Yes, hello. How's it going, GR Dad? Uh, fine. Yeah, indeed. Um, the cocktail of... This is going to be like a rules-ish podcast. <laughs> I'm like getting a little bit of hives at that description, <laughs> but I'm going to let it go. Uh, the cocktail of the week this week is the Mosquito. <laughs> Which is a fantastic name when you hear how it was derived it's a mojito but with scotch instead of rum so mojito but scotch mosquito so good so good um but honestly we both just wanted regular mojitos that's that's what we're drinking because we like rum delish (laughs) yep but in concept you could put scotch in there and call it the mosquito yeah i will do that at some point I know, but you might like... I mean, you also hate scotch, but you might so like... this could be something where I just have a... I really start from a hole, and I, the drink would be better be really good to dig itself out. We have a nice bottle of scotch that our friend Cody gave us mm-hmm. that's not peaty at all. And when we're done podcasting, I'll make the mosquito with that, and okay. we'll see how it goes. It's Yeah, I don't like mosquitoes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Got I'm, it. This is gonna be. I'm not an impartial judge of this one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let's talk about hops. Yep. So, uh, you and Hopper had your honeymoon in Niagara Falls. <laughs> Second honeymoon. Which I think is maybe the, the greatest trip of her <laughs> entire life. <laughs> she. Oh, she had a great time. And her getting petted by a bunch of people and tourists at Niagara Falls who were super excited to see her in that red cart must have also be a highlight. She really enjoyed it. She would like wag. I'm sorry. Having five days where she thought you had finally left me (laughs) and the two of you had just run away together (laughs) like she had always wanted to be, I think was probably the highlight. Yeah, uh, this has been a theme. In Finally, her. the lady is gone. This has been a theme. You in, picked me in her life. <laughs> <laughs> when she was a puppy, I do remember she used to like. We she used to be able to jump on the bed, and she'd hop on the bed, and then like just lie on my chest, and kind of like try to smother me. I think to, to just have her have me for herself. And they'd be like hops. And uh, hello. Like, and she'd like try to crawl up over my mouth when I talked. <laughs> so so that was a little over two weeks ago and um you know we did this we i mean you did all of the work for this i did the logistics and you did the actual hard part as usual you were the brains and i was the driver (laughs) um because like things were getting quite desperate with hops which is why ingo drove for three thousand miles to canada to get her a labrella injection to help with her arthritis and with labrella it takes 30 days to reach its full impact. A lot of people who have been using it said that it really took 30 days for them to start seeing something. It's monoclonal antibodies. Yep. It inhibits the nerve growth factor, which is the thing that impacts the pain that you have with the arthritis. And so we were like, okay, we got to make it a month. And... I you got back and and we had talked about this on the last podcast and then I left for a week and so I kind of wasn't here for that first week. Mm-hmm. Um, Elevator still broken. Yeah. So so you guys were gone for a week 
And then when you got back, I left for a week. So it was kind of two weeks of me not seeing hops. Yep. And I was astonished at how bad she was when I got back from that trip. Um, she, she did not get any better after the trip to Niagara Falls. She was remarkably worse than when you guys left for the trip. And that's not the trip's fault. The, she has been on just a, an accelerating decline in terms of the functionality of her one leg that was left, which is why we did that dramatic trip in the first place. Yep. And so when I got back, like last weekend, she couldn't put any weight on that leg. It. That's right. It it led to, the, the result was she couldn't move herself. She like if we put her down standing up she couldn't stand up if we put her down with her butt on the ground sitting down she couldn't sit down like that leg would give out and what that meant is that when she would go outside to like go to the bathroom before i left she could take a couple steps away after she went and by the time i got back she could maybe take a step away and by tuesday ish of last week she could not um, and if we didn't keep an eye on it, she would just, f she could barely hold herself up to go to the bathroom anyway. She was mostly just balancing on her back legs. And then she would immediately fall in it if we didn't catch her, but she wouldn't let us hold her up. I mean, Voods was like that at the end where his back legs were so weak that he couldn't hold himself up. And I spent plenty of nights holding his butt up while he went to the bathroom and he didn't care. He was fine with it. He Hops probably would stop it. going if we tried to support her front part. Yeah. Um, and so w the arm brace that we got for her didn't, didn't help at all with this. And, and they had sort of said, like, given the movement that she has, we're not sure this is going to help. I actually emailed them last week, uh, you know, beginning of this past week and was just like, here's the situation. Like, is there, do you have any ideas? And they're like, honestly, like given what you sent us and, and her mobility, like, we don't think this is going to help. You know, I had said we bought her a cart and they're like, the cart's probably your best option. We spent so much time with her with that damn cart, like a front wheel wheelchair cart. Yeah, with treats and, and cajoling and pushing and, and not pushing. And, and she would, she didn't at all want to do it. Absolutely or, refused. Oh, yeah, do it. And I mean, you, if you were pushing her, she'd go forward. But as soon as you let go, she'd just like kind of try to roll the she thing. She would try to tip it sideways so to get out of get it. Out. <laughs> she hated it. Or it was trying to dive her nose under the like, you know. The little the, push the bar harness. on the chest. Yeah. And uh, the people who made the cart, Eddie's Wheels, were super helpful. Like we kept sending them videos and pictures and, and they were like, this is, you know, it has to be like this. They gave adjustments and it didn't matter. Like she just didn't want to use it. Yeah. And nothing we did could make her use it. And so by the end of last week, like if we would put her, you know, we, Inga would carry her down the stairs because the elevator's still broken. He would set her down and then she would balance like a dog doing a trick, balance up on her back leg. So she didn't have to have her front leg even touch the ground. Um, we had started last week putting her in the ocean to pee because then she had some support and she did for a few days at the beginning of last week. She would go to the bathroom. If I mean, we, she would pee in the ocean. We put her in that, that life vest that gave her some buoyancy so she didn't have much weight on that front leg ever. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, it was just like really bad and and getting worse like even over the course of last week. 
And I had started to to wonder to myself if maybe the cancer that she had, the synovial sarcoma, which is what she had in the leg they amputated, had come back and was in the other elbow. Um, and so on Friday, I emailed um, Dr. June in Canada, who's the vet who gave her the labrella. And I was like, listen, you know, it's been two weeks. I know this takes 30 days to kick in. But like, here's what's going on. And, and I just kind of laid out more concisely everything that we just said. And I'm like, you know, she's engaged. She's happy. She wants to play tug. She's fine when she's laying down, but she literally won't, does not want that front leg to even touch the ground. It just, just even to balance her, she won't let it touch the ground. She's in a huge amount of pain. And, and she's on three different kinds of pain. She was on fentanyl, oh, right. which should take care of everything. Like she was also on like her maxed out dose of gabapentin and carprofen. And she was getting laser treatments at the vet. But she was on fentanyl, which is should take care of everything. And it did not make a even like a 1% difference. It Nothing touched it. And, and so I explained all of this to Dr. June in an email. And I was like is should we tough this out for two more weeks because the labrella might kick in then? And if it does, is it going to make enough difference, right? If she's on fentanyl now, plus all this other stuff, and it's not even touching the pain, even if labrella is great, is it great enough that it will be more effective than fentanyl? Than fentanyl? Yeah. Um, and she was so great and i mean within an hour had sent me this really long thoughtful reply that was you know that talked about her dog and what her experience had been and how you know questions that you know she just had not based on like real data but just from practice about like dogs with cancer and how they might respond to it and she's like honestly if you're not seeing any difference in two weeks, there's, you know, a 45% chance that it's even going to work at all after 60 days, you know, with two rounds of injections. And, and a thing that you very, very rarely get a vet to do, she, she's like, honestly, I think talking to your vet about euthanasia is the right choice at this point. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she was like very compassionate and, and lovely, but it was so great to have her be like, here's all the information. And honestly, like, you're thinking about if it's time and it sounds like it is. Yeah. And, and, and just to make sure no one's getting the wrong impression, they loved hops at the practice. Of course. They know they met her. They, they, they got to know her. They loved her. Um, they sent a nice note on our Twitter message or our Instagram message, uh, about Hopper. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it wasn't a, a, a flippant, suggestion or thought of hers i mean she she knew it was as tragic as it was yeah um so i had also called uh left a message for our regular vet here to call us who we totally trust on these things and who gives us honest advice but like doesn't have any experience giving labrella because it's not approved here so i forwarded dr june's email to our vet here and i was like it seems like there's only one option at this point. And she's like, yeah. And interestingly, both Dr. June in her email and without that information, our vet here were like, I wonder if that cancer has come back in her leg. Yeah. Um, we had talked about doing an x-ray and then by the time we brought her in, it was like, who the fuck cares? Like I would, I would be interested, 
because that's how it was when she had the cancer. Like nothing made any difference with how painful it was. But um, yeah, so we kind of decided Friday was when we had all those conversations like. Yeah, this is when I was driving Remy to and from Miami just for a, for her for his cancer checkup. <laughs> and he's fine. He's fine. He's doing great. Um, so, you know, then it was like, all right, well, let's, you know, have, have the best time that we can have with hops and then, you know, get her out of the, the pain that she's in. And I'm sure she was in pain in the house. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just want to add to it because I think it's obvious to you, but it, but it's something I've had to kind of make my, make clear to myself the whole time. It's not... I mean, we say she couldn't take a step or she couldn't lift herself up or she couldn't. It just hurt her so much, right? She, 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 I mean, physically it, the muscles worked and everything she could have, but it must have been excruciating pain. Like, like she would accidentally put weight on her foot, her front leg in the water and she'd kind of roll off and be like, ow, you know, she, she never cried or anything. She was really stoic dog. But it was just so painful for her. And and yes, when she was lying here, I'm sure it was painful too. Yeah, I think I don't... A, a, a difference that's come up in our conversations like the whole time with this is that you differentiate between like her bone is broken and like the leg mechanically can't do the thing versus like the pain is so intense that she can't do it. Like you differentiate between those two things and I don't. Yeah, I just... yeah. No, I mean, fair. it's fine. Um, either way, she couldn't walk. It, it's not that she didn't want to, right? She couldn't because of the pain versus because of mechanical, but she couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. So uh, we took her out for a paddleboard on Friday night and Ingo came on his kayak. And she, she liked it. She had a great time. Um, we put her in the water with her little life jacket on and kind of held her up and Ingo fed the fish all like around right in her. front of her <laughs> and all the fish were like jumping around. Yeah. Um, we took her into the neighbor's pool and, and I do what I call hops flying where I just kind of hold her and then like run around in the pool with her. So it's kind of like she's swimming very fast, <laughs> except she's not doing anything with her legs. She did. She seemed to like it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gave her a Hershey bar. Mm hmm. She loves, she's always loved chocolate. We, she always would try to like lick the chocolate out of our mouths when we were mm. eating chocolate. So we gave her some of it here, but I brought like a whole extra large Hershey bar that Ingo had picked up when we went to the vet with her. And I was like, all right, like, you know, <laughs> this is it. You can eat this whole thing. And like her mind was blown. She was so. Cause she's had like little taste happy. before, but it's like, I'm like, here's a square of Hershey's chocolate. And then she's like, oh, man, that was good. I was like, would you like another? And then she ate it. And then like like her ears were all like super perked up. She was like she's looking, looking over at, at the bar. <laughs> like she, uh, you know, so it, eventually I had to start like breaking little squares into like sub squares because <laughs> she, she'd just eat it and be like, more, please. And uh, she stopped like looking at us or caring about anything but that chocolate bar. She's like, this is the best thing <laughs> I've ever done in my whole life. So when the vet came in, you know, they put her IV in. And I'm like giving her chocolate and the vet's like, you know, are you guys ready? And we're like, okay. And so they give her propofol first, which is just, you know, puts her, it's an anesthetic, right? Like you get that as a human if you do surgery too. 
uh, an anesthesia drug, sorry. And so that just makes her go to sleep before they give the euthanasia drug. And like, as he's injecting it, she's like laying on her side and she kind of turns her head back and she's like, more chocolate, please. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I like bring a little piece over and she fell asleep before it got in her mouth. Which, but she literally was eating chocolate until she was unconscious. And it's also a good test of, is she unconscious? Because if she, that would, <laughs> like, if she's faking it, that would have brought her right back and, and she'd been like, oh, chocolate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there were a handful of people who were assholes to me on Twitter about that. Um, they can go fuck themselves. It is the best thing I have ever done for a dog is be able to feed that chocolate bar to Hopper. She was so, so happy. Yeah. And it's not like she's developing kidney condition because of it. Yeah. They're like, isn't that toxic? And I'm like, you know what's toxic? (laughs) Like what we're about to do. Like she's going to die in like two minutes. Like, why are you worried about this? Food moralizing. Seriously. It'd be like, she's going to get fat. Well, Uh, really? (laughs) But you guys... (laughs) Think about this. Uh, Interestingly, we try not to get political. Every one of the fucking people who gave me a hard time about the chocolate, I clicked through their profiles and were like fucking MAGA trolls. If you're a MAGA person, you can just go ahead and unfollow the Golden Ratio because I don't want to hear anything that you have to say, uh, even if you're being nice to me. Like, you're disqualified and like, interesting that all the assholes giving me a hard time were... They're not Pe- nice people. Mega people. Fuck those guys. No. So anyway, um, so yeah, that was Friday night. Yeah, and now there's a hop size hole in the household, in addition to the already present Vood size hole, who also had a, you know, big personality and and all these great mannerisms that aren't there. Now hops is missing, and it's yeah, I've I've woke up a few times last night because it was thunder and Brody was you know grumpy and I was I thought I saw hops you know curl up in front of the bed a few times you know like just in the dark in her spot in her spot no but she wasn't or it was Vank (laughs) Vank opportunist uh yeah it's it with you know with Voods it was the same as this in a way that like we you know, we had to talk to people because when you're in it and you're doing like that much extreme effort to keep them going, you sort of lose perspective. And and you were sort of saying that you were like, you know, maybe this thing will be a miracle. Maybe if we amputate her other leg and we can get her to work in this thing. And I know you didn't mean any of that seriously. And you said that, we right? Would have but done, it's just like... We would have done and we did any, anything, right? Like it just... You bar you would bargain with the devil for this. Like we we did so much stuff. I would have carried her for years, right? Because it's no. Because that's just what you do, right? It was if it, if it ha- if she hadn't been otherwise unable, right? Yeah. I mean, it, we would have done. We did everything, and we would have done more. You know, if there had been any chance, or anyone had said, "Oh yeah, just two more weeks, and it's going to be a." everything's going to be fixed i guarantee it you know um but no one could say in fact every vet said the opposite and and hops wasn't just such she was just it's very stoic and and always wanted to be good but um i mean we would put her down in the house and she couldn't move from that spot no we'd have i'd have to move her at night into the bedroom to be able to sleep next to 
But that also meant like she couldn't drink, right? Like we had to put her bowl down in front of her every hour to to make sure she would drink because she couldn't like she literally couldn't stand up. She couldn't sit up where she was. She could roll onto one side. Sometimes she'd move. She'd roll onto one side and then she'd flip and roll on the other side and then she'd kind of ship over. (laughs) She wouldn't actually try to. Like she's found, she found ways way, to, to move a foot or an, a, a two feet in, the, in one direction or another by kind of rolling and scooching with her back legs, but she couldn't get up at all. There was just nothing. It was such a, yeah, it was it was so limited. And then you stop doing that and you go like, oh, we have been doing a lot to just, just yeah. keep her like very basic level of functioning. Yeah, and... Yeah, and she and you know she's so stoic that she was never crying or whimpering about it. No. Um, but frankly, you know, if she if if she had been doing that in in a level adequate, uh, you know, equal to what she was going through, I think we we could we would have made the decision earlier. Would have I been think, more obvious. Yeah, I think it was much harder because like she wanted like she'd get bored and like make sounds and then would like tug it or like play fetch like pushing the ball with her nose like she loved being in the water though in the last week she couldn't really be in the water the same way because she couldn't use that front leg at all and that's why we had to start using the life jacket yeah because she would try to lay down in the water so she didn't have to use that leg yep um but like she was engaged and happy and if she had been like most of the other dogs when we had to put them down you know, I was telling you, I think back to like Queso, who was just like so uncomfortable and like so yeah, sad. Panting all night, right? That was yeah. kind of the test. Just com- from discomfort and pain. It's Hops was like the ideal last day with a dog. Yeah. In terms of like, she really was able to, in, like, she loved our paddleboard ride. She loved like just, you know, honestly, I think she would have been glad if I hadn't been there and it's just been the two of you, (laughs) but like not (laughs) just getting to be like a single dog for like four hours and, you know, hang out in the water with us and go to the pool with us and go on the paddleboard and like get her snacks. Like she enjoyed all of that. Yeah. Get the attention of being a single dog. Yeah. An only dog. That picture that I posted you know, with her in front of the gumbo limbo tree, you know, kind of telling you all that we had to say goodbye. Like we took that picture on Friday night, you know, a couple hours before we brought her to the vet. And she's clearly so happy because she was just like having such a good time. We were both focusing just on her. You were rolling the ball and I was drawing her. And I mean, she was just like, I like this. Yeah. And then we tried to get her to pee and she just like sat up on her back legs and couldn't touch her foot down. And, you know, in the pool, she was getting sore just from like floating there. So it's like there was clearly something wrong, but she was able to be like really engaged and happy and enjoy the stuff that we were doing. And we haven't Maggie was like that, like her last day. um, She had been up all night panting and she but she wasn't. But, you know, uh, man, I fed that dog so much food. She had chicken strips and waffles and ice cream and, like, all kinds of stuff and was able to enjoy it. And that was so much better than, yeah, you know, a lot of the other options. It hasn't really set in for me yet. Like, I understand that she's not here. Right. Right. No, it's it's going to take a while. But to get worse for a while uh, and then I guess better. She was, we had her for 10 years. She turned 10 on May 5th. 
Yeah, I brought her home. And we had her from from July first, twenty thirteen. So she one. almost made it exactly ten years with me. She was yeah. a week short. Yeah, and she loved being an only dog. <laughs> and then we got <laughs> she Vink. got that for like and then she was six like, months. This thing's staying. Ugh. All right, <laughs> fine. And then every successive edition of dogs, Hops was like. All right, I'll go along with it because I'm a team player, but, you know, I still love you guys. Yeah. The one, uh, I guess, administrative bit someone had asked, they're like, I really don't want to be insensitive, but, like, are you going to get her back because of the Morris Animal Foundation because we had to give them the leg? (laughs) 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 Which is, like, actually a great question. Um, So for those who are curious about that, we got a necropsy kit, and I had... I've had it for a year from, from the Morris Animal, from the Foundation, Morris Animal yeah. Foundation. Um, and I've had it just in case. Cause I, I think I probably got it when we did the amputation. Cause I'm like, I'm not sure, you know, yep. we didn't know if she, if she was going to make it. Yep. So we've just had it. And I opened it up on Friday. Cause I was like, Oh fuck. Like, I guess we got to <sighs> do this. So it turns out it's optional. You don't have to do it. And there's kind of two variations like they want to take you know like liver organ samples basically and send them in i think because they're looking for cancer and like one of them you can't like if you wanted to bury the dog on your property not cremated but like bury them one of them you don't get the body back like that i don't know why and one of them you do and i was like well it doesn't really matter for us because we're just gonna have her cremated and i but it's like you don't actually have to do it and so we brought the box with us <laughs> and we kind of set it down in the the they put us in the acupuncture room so it's like got a couch and it's like very nice and um and they leave <laughs> us in there right so they finish and they're like take all the time you need you know we paid ahead of time so it's like you can just whenever you want you can just leave and so we're getting ready to go and uh, we're like, what do we do with this box? And I'm like, we're just going to leave this box here and we it's going to be there. We opened the box and left it there. <laughs> There's a little note for on the, top. For the ve- we didn't talk to the vet about nope. it. We, d- we didn't do a very mature job at that point. We're just like, eh, not they our problem. Decide. Not our problem. It was so, like the after hours vet. I'm like, if they don't have anything to do, yeah. maybe they'll do this. If they are busy, they probably won't. That's right. He's I don't got, fucking care. He's got all night. Now he's got the next. He's got to do something with this kit that's here. If they want to throw it away, it's fine uh, with me. So who knows? I I guess we'll probably find out in the portal at some point. (laughs) We have not. We just haven't. We didn't deal with it. We didn't. But we left the box. We left the 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 option with the note on it. Very Schrodinger's cat kind of thing. Like we we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. The conditions are equal that it might happen or it might not. We don't know. Somebody else can make that decision. But we are going to get Hopper's ashes. Yes, we will get those back. You know, it may be less than complete, or it may be complete. We don't know. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, we like we have for every other dog. I did, on like Saturday, yesterday, reach out to the people at Great and was like, listen, we are down two dogs. We don't have enough dogs. I mean, we're, it was already a problem going from six to five, but now... Four dogs there's is a, ridiculous. This is, there's one or two. There's always a dog missing. Yeah. And I was like, I just want you to know, you know, we are like, they've got to not be aggressive because Remy's a jerk. I mean, I love him, but he's a jerk. Isn't. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, and so I was like, but if you, you know, if some come in, I want, just want you to know that like, you know, we have space and energy and, and would like to have more. So let us know. 
Didn't they say, oh, we thought you only wanted sick ones. We haven't Seniors. Found any, we haven't found anyone senior enough recently, so we haven't been asking you. It's like, no, 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 and They're no. like, but then you had nacho, and I was like, listen, like... You know, like it's very rewarding to take care of the sick ones. Of course, we like love the seniors, but, you know, they've got to be not crazy. So please don't send us any young ones like that doesn't work. Uh, but like Vood's was three and he's like the best. Yeah. I love that guy. Um, but I'm like, whatever. So they're like, well, you know, we're doing like a lot of like Amish breeder dog rescue, like the Amish farms. Once they I had no idea this was a thing. We talk about this a little bit in the book, The Purest Bond. Um, which is which is available for pre-order now on Amazon. <laughs> if you if you pre-order from, from Honest, Honest Dog, Dog Books, it'll come with a potograph. Um, but yeah, we talk about it how like there are there's a lot of breeding operations in Amish country for goldens, but also all kinds of dogs. Um, and people are like, oh, it's the Amish, like they're peaceful and and whatever, um, and they're not all mistreated but they are generally treated much more like livestock than pets like they uh like they're for breeding and for making money they live in the barn they're a way to make money and and to breed but that's it they are not lovingly treated and there's a lot of amish um breeding operations that are absolutely puppy mills and the dogs are terribly treated not all of them you know it's a you know i think just like with anything right there are people who like breed dogs in non-Amish society and some of them treat the dogs terribly and some of them don't um but I think the the Amishness of it kind of whitewashes it with this like idyllic rural lifestyle and it is definitely not like that for a lot of the dogs and um you know in some cases they just shoot the dogs when they're done breeding and a lot of the rescue groups the South Florida Golden Rescue Group that were you know I don't think we've fostered for them yet but like they, you know, we're in their system. Um, they also are taking in Amish breeding dogs. So I think a lot of the golden rescues, at, at least, and maybe other breeds, but the golden rescues have stepped up and said, if you're getting out of the business, if you've got, you know, breeder dogs that aren't breeding anymore, like just give them to us and we'll place them. Don't kill them. But basically. they, uh, yeah, but they come in with a lot of issues, not just health issues, but like they've, never been in a car before they have never heard a washing machine or a vacuum cleaner a or a tv anything mechanized yeah motorized anything electric uh and they've been in a barn so they tend to be extremely anxious and not it, like aggressive yeah. anxious they all seem to be like very sweet nice dogs but just absolutely freaked out and in a, you know, a lot of breeder dogs are like that though like whether they come from puppy mills or just like bred out situations, like they, they tend to have a lot of, they're much harder to kind of socialize and connect with. There's no effort made to socialize them because they're just, they're just breeders. It's just kind of in their crates all the time. It's terrible. But I mean, like Sizzle is a great exception. I mean, she had a fucking terrible life and was just in a cage she and mistreated. Was but one of those dogs, yeah. Um, didn't need any help learning to bond. Yeah. And has been. Was great very very well adapted to living in society <laughs> yeah um so we may get some of those dogs and i was like it would she would the person at great was saying that you know mostly they get the females because i think you know they have a more limited breeding time and i was like great we haven't had any girl dogs since 2017 2018 i mean we took swizzle so i guess she came in 2018 
That is the last time we've had a girl dog. We want more girl dogs. It, things were idyllic with all girls. When we had six girls, it was the best. <sighs> Did we have six? Five. Five. And Riley, honorary girl. He was an honorary girl. Yeah. Yeah. But the, these idiot males, I'm looking at you, Guac. Guac, man. And Remy, I'm looking at you, even though you can't really see me looking at you. I am. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, you know, they, kn- they know that we're ready and, you know, they know we do a good job taking care of them. So um, there will be more, <laughs> more squad members coming. Almost to the point where I'm driving around the street, just, you know, with the extra leash in the car and some salami (laughs) (laughs) just loosely attended loosely attended there was a anyone like me better than their owners Mm -hmm. there was a blind 15 month old golden that the south florida rescue group took in from china they didn't know he was blind at the time they just took a big batch of dogs in and uh you know you just get who you get when they do that and they found out that this guy was blind and he was up for adoption and I was like, oh, maybe this dog. I'm like, I don't know, 15 months is a great idea. And so I emailed them and I was like, can you tell me more about this dog? Like we've got one who, you know, has to be with the you know, Remy, has to be with a dog who's not going to snap at him or freak him out or step on him. I'm like, what do you think about this? And at the same time, I emailed Ingo and I was like, what do you think? And Ingo's like, absolutely not. I think like, I was either in Niagara Falls or on the way there or on the way back. And I was just like, wow, I don't think I have the capacity for a for a 15 month old a right who may or may not be housebroken who's not socialized who's going to be super hyper mm-hmm. you know or or super you know an excess of emotions one way or the <laughs> other and blind in our environment with a no with no elevator with the water that just allows escapos you can hear and go is overwhelmed just at the idea and he's like no was just, i was like okay that's it fine seemed seemed like too that that's not gonna be a great fit for ingo <laughs> and we i think we both get full veto power on bringing in or keeping dogs that yeah i think you made the mistake of looking at the picture oh he was extremely cute that's why i never he's looked extremely at the picture cute. i can i can do this in the abstract you're doing it in the concrete meanwhile like the ladies fostering like i was just like could you give me some more information and they're like we passed your info along to the foster and she's like you sound perfect i want you to take this dog and i was like my husband's not suspicious into it. she's like well have him stop by he's, he's driving from canada back to florida great like have him stop by and he can suspicious. meet and then see and i'm like i i think his answer is gonna be no <laughs> and she's like i i just can tell that this is gonna work and i was like suspicious what do you think Ingo?" and he's like absolutely not and i was like sorry and she's like i'm so disappointed but now it i was just looking at their website and it looks like he has an adoption pending so oh good uh, that's great i i wish him the best wonder was his name but remember what happened with cheddar who was no, blind. I, absolutely yeah absolutely so wonder wonder well that's pretty good he's a cute boy uh anyway we are not going to take any 15 month olds they got to be at least like three or four <laughs> 18 months calm <laughs> 18 months old 18, no god nacho <laughs> is not the right choice i mean i love that boy uh but holy smokes he had a lot of energy that happy goofy yeah. goofy man if we didn't have remy nacho would have been fine to yep. stay here yep um but that that didn't fit and honestly nacho is so much happier with his current people and they love him so much i shared a video with the patreons and the twitter subscribers that his new people sent me of like, him swimming in their pool oh he's a uh, he's in heaven yeah with his uh 
So the people who own them, their son, who is an adult, has a golden named Gouda. <laughs> and I was like, this clearly was meant to be another cheese dog. And him and Gouda, Nacho and Gouda were swimming in the pool at the new at his new people's house. They have a big giant pool. Uh, and he was just so happy and they love him so, so much. And it's great. And he's he's way happier with just like his one sister yeah. and like occasionally hanging out with other people. He has had no issues at all. So he's in a better environment. No, that was good. But yeah, he was a good boy. So anyway, that is the update. Yeah, that's the status. It's All not right. fair. It's it's bullshit. It's Nature sucks. And uh, I hate cancer. And Fuck cancer. It was just, uh, yeah. Mm. Everybody else is fine. Uh, they, None of the dogs seem to really notice anything <laughs> different, which is like. This is better. Yeah, like on one hand, you go like, come on, guys. On the other hand, like it's so sad when dogs are like mourning and mopey that I'm glad that we're not managing that yeah it's good especially vanku just lives in the moment it's just like yeah nah. uh remy had his oncologist appointment in miami on friday and he's basically the same he had one node is like lymph node is a tiny bit bigger but there we don't we only have to go every two months now so he's doing good yeah he's and he is otherwise doing good too he likes swimming yep, yep. yeah everybody's doing fine yep uh, the elevator is still broken. We are on the schedule to have the new parts installed on Thursday. Will that happen? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, know. I think it's it's really 50-50. The last time we were scheduled for a, the, the service visit on the Thursday, the guy came on Wednesday. Uh, and at the time before that, they were like, he just got too busy today. We'll have him come next week. <laughs> and we'll have him come a day early. And, and then they were like, well, you didn't the gate was closed so he's he left and i was like oh i will track him down <laughs> where does he live last time we were supposed to have this done ingo was supposed to come to new york with me and we had to cancel that trip to new york because we couldn't have a dog sitter carrying hopper up and down the stairs hopper and brody brody can be true butt pushed mm-hmm. uh but hopper cannot and she's very heavy so we had to cancel that trip and we are going on a little anniversary staycation after the 4th of July and GR dog sitter is coming down and uh, she can butt push Brody just fine, but she would not have been able to carry hops. And I was like, what are we going to do? And we actually have a boarding reservation for Hopper at the vet uh, in Marathon just in case the elevator didn't get fixed. And so now I'm going to have to make the very sad call to them tomorrow to be like, we have to cancel it. Don't need that. We'll have to cancel Hopper's laser appointments for next week, too. So, anyway, we'll keep you guys updated on the elevator. There will be great, great fanfare and elevator photos if it actually gets fixed. <laughs> Holy cow. <gasps> They're replacing everything. They're replacing the pump, the motor. Like It's going to be yeah. like a $3,000 repair. The first two days, we'll just be going up and down constantly. Yes, we will. It'll be like one of those patanostas constantly running all right um so this is a, a kind of partial rules podcast i can give you a ramblings item if you want some distraction we also can save it for next week not doing rambling come on come on come it's on. gonna make you angry this is the best kind this right. makes everybody interested when i go rant several friends of the squad sent me this <laughs> 
uh, specifically to share with you. I'm sorry I didn't write their names down. Oh, but it's, it's food anger. Me. This is the best kind of anger. It's low stakes. All right. So this is Go Bold With Butter. Is the website? Is the Instagram account. Go Bold With Butter. Design, <laughs> Eat, niche. Repeat is like the influencer. How niche. Paid partnership with Go Bold With Butter. <laughs> and this is what? for the waffle butter bomb okay okay so what we're looking at here i'll put this in the show notes for everybody but it's like a stack of little waffles and on top of it is a sphere uh-huh a okay. brownish sphere waffle butter bombs and so what you see is the sphere here melting inside the sphere are like raspberries and blueberries so oh. you make two half spheres of hollow <gasps> spheres of butter with some maple syrup and some cinnamon and like some vanilla, you smush it up, you whip it up with your thing, and then you spoon it into some half sphere silicone molds, freeze it, oh. pop them out, fill it up <sighs> with fruits, smear some stuff on there to close it like a bath bomb. It's and, just like a bath bomb. And then it melts on the warm waffles, and then you have fruits on the top. This doesn't make me angry. Oh, you're into the, bu the butter bomb? Because you eat it all. Yeah. Like you, you eat, it's a, it's butter and you're eating it all. This is okay. This is like that dude who makes everything out of chocolate. I, don't, I mean, on a butter board, me you're eating it all. No, you don't eat the wood. <laughs> There's no wood here. <laughs> this is fine. This is like that guy who makes everything out of chocolate that you can then eat. That's okay. He's if, just making a bath bomb out of fruits and bu butter. If you were to make a butter board, but instead of having like it on wood, you had it on like a large cracker. Then it's not a butterboard now. It's, then it's just a freaking sandwich. You'd be fine with it then. Yeah. Then it's bread, open-faced sandwich. But what if what if you also were to like then also put, put wood on it? No, no, no. Like take your little bread slices and scoop the butter off the cracker platform that the butterboard was smeared on. It wouldn't, wouldn't bother me as much. It's the wood. All right. Now, like what's wrong with the butter candle then? You've turned it into wax. I don't like it. But you can still. The whole point is that you dip in the melty butter. Then that's that's you should be not. You should be eating the butter and not burning it. You shouldn't be burning dirty flame butter. Why? We have we have developed wax. Why do you have to go back in time to the time when like we were using <laughs> reindeer talc for candles? Like right. why are we deliberately going away from we've invented plates. Why do you need a slab of wood? To be fair though, for with this butter bomb, you could just put a little pad of butter on your waffle and then put some fruits on there instead of this extremely elaborate yeah but this is sphere. fancier this is a advance this isn't regression to like using i don't know freaking you know uh, reindeer hide to like wrap up a waffle because we're bored with plates and knives and and for sophisticated equipment it uses a freezer too that's sophisticated i'm okay with this would you like me to make you a butter bomb i mean I don't know. Can I put it in my bathtub? <laughs> like a bath bomb? Now, then you're not eating it. I, I don't, I mean, I don't need this level, but this is like something you get in a fancy restaurant, like a deconstruction kind of place, right? No, this is something that you would get in like a diner who's pretending to be fancy. Fine. I'm okay with it. <laughs> you eat the whole thing. It's not an abuse of the, the butter to freeze it and then put it on, melt it on top of a waffle. I think that's okay. Yeah. It's, right. it's this is okay this is not a step backwards in human evolution and you know food craft and food safety okay here's a butter bomb on top of a steak so mm -hmm. this butter bomb 
is like parsley and butter. I would put some garlic in there, though I don't think this person did. Same thing, smear it into the half sphere molds, and then you're going to freeze it, pop them out, and then you can... But there's nothing in it? Oh, no, there's stuff in it. What's in it? Uh, bacon bits and blue cheese. Mm. And so then you put the little halves together, smear it closed, and then you put it on top of your steak and it melts and then the little bacon bits and blue cheese <laughs> are on top of your steak. I I'm not fundamentally against it, but it does seem like you're starting to do a lot more work that could just be done by smearing the stuff on the steak directly. Now this butter bomb is on peaches and it's just cinnamon butter and then um same thing. You like put it in the half spears and then you put it on some grilled peaches and then there's honey no this is the, now we're getting into like now we have butter bombs we gotta put them on everything i mean that's literally like what go bold with butter who wants you to grills do. peaches oh it's a thing man really i i don't like grilled fruit of it's a thing you can grill you people yeah. just grill them yeah hmm. you get some caramelization so maybe uh, it's a I dessert guess. i guess grilled peaches all right well i i mean at some point it becomes a a solution in search of a problem you know butter bombs don't solve for a problem sure. but i sure. like the one with has fruit in it that like exp spreads this fruit i think i'm okay with it okay yeah i mean if you probably if you'd show me the steak one first i probably would have been okay with it too but it just seems a little less uh whimsical Fair steak enough. is more serious food to me than than waffles or pancakes i'm just like as we're talking just scrolling the instagram of gobold with butter and they've got this one picture of just like butter going on popcorn and now i really fucking want some <laughs> buttered popcorn so maybe that's what we're gonna why, do after why'd you podcast. put a butter bomb on popcorn butter would you bomb. fill it up with like parmesan cheese and no salt? just put some popcorn inside of it more popcorn <laughs> the butter bomb that's the right ratio <laughs> butter to popcorn <laughs> Make it a giant bowl-sized butter bomb, like like a taco ball. salad, soccer ball butter. size. <laughs> Just put popcorn inside it, and then it's all pre-mixed. That sounds pretty good, actually. <laughs> butter is good. <laughs> you gotta treat it with respect, uh, though. Respect the butter. All right. Um, you said you have a German word of the week. Oh yeah, Sitzfleisch. Sitting flesh. Yeah, sit meat. Sit meat, yeah. I mean, it could refer to your butt. It really means you, a butt. Oh. But it, metaphorically, if you say someone has Zitzfleisch, he's, he can sit there and take it. He can endure. He can, oh, interesting. He can, like, he can finish a, a horrible, boring task because he's got Zitzfleisch. And if you say, Dad, about kind Zitzfleisch, which means he just got no stick to itiveness, he's going to get up and fidget and he's going to run around and, you know, abandon the project because he can't sit through it that's interesting yeah i mean it's it's sort of i mean it's a it's a compliment but it's it's also you know not the yeah not the best thing yeah but, you're not super hardcore but if you have adhd you don't have any zits flesh you're just like flitting around oh yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> sounds familiar in this house hypothetically it i mean i know it's this is just my you know tiktok based diagnosis of adhd <laughs> it's a vast overgeneralization. i don't mean to you know minimize anyone's uh, actual how it actually manifests for anyone <laughs> no but inga will be like i'm gonna call this person and then half an hour later i'm like are you folding laundry still 
Because you disappeared into the bathroom. I was like, I needed a pen, so I went into the kitchen, <laughs> and then there was some d- laundry, some dishes in the kitchen. But then, one of the one of the lights was out, so I needed to get a battery from the bathroom. But then there was laundry that wasn't folded, and then it's an hour later, and no, what was I supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> Originally. And I'm like, Are oh, you I needed a pen. Laundry? Oh, I needed a pen. <laughs> Are you folding laundry? Is like a very common question where it's like we're getting ready to go. And then 15 minutes go by and Ingo has... I don't think it serves emerged. us well that we have the washer and dryer in the bathroom. Because I go in there for other reasons and I'm like, oh, also. Yes. You're like, I'm going to brush my teeth before we go on our date. And then it's 15 minutes and I'm like, the teeth are very clean. But the laundry gets folded. <laughs> you do fold a lot of laundry. <laughs> if we ever get a whole bunch of money, like my my little dream is to make this house bigger because like it's nice our house here in the keys is 1300 square feet holy cow the neighbors keep making all of their houses bigger <sighs> that every neighbor we have has made their house bigger i would just like i mean it's fine right we have our bedroom we each have an office and then we have like the main room <laughs> i would like to have like a workout space i would like to have a more reasonably sized closet we have very limited storage uh, what i really want is all right walk-in closet this is jen's dream walk-in closet i have not had a walk-in closet since my first fucking apartment in like 2001 oh you had one and now it's been taken away yeah oh walk-in closet that is like a safe room in that it has an extremely thick soundproof door for brody it is insulated from sound like professionally insulated on all walls. So it serves functionally as a big ass walk-in closet for all my stuff. But also, if you go in there, you cannot hear thunder. And so when there are thunderstorms, I can bring the thunder dogs in there and they'll will have like a little cot, little couch maybe for like changing that will pull out into a bed. And one of us can sleep in there with the dogs who will not hear the thunder that is a dream that would be so easy so much easier than current situations yes so like workout room laundry room nice big walk-in closet slash safe room real ideal if we get like a whole bunch of money we win the lottery library big vaulted ceiling library with a ladder on a rail built in like bookshelves all the way around man how about a observatory we could put an observatory in the library how about someone buys a house with an observatory and then (laughs) plans to get rid of that observatory my my brother has an observatory in his house which he just bought this foreclosed on house and it's like giant and and he did a great job he's really fixed it up but it came with an observatory which he does not use they're all i think scared of it because of bees there were bees in it once wasps i mean it's like it's not cooled, right? Like the heating and stuff don't go up there. So I think it's sort of a little like scary, like you go up but a few steps. it could all be, fi- it's in, it's enclosed. Yeah. Has glass, oh. right? It has a, a sky glass skylight or whatever. I think so. And then it, but you could put an air, con- I mean, there's, these things could be fixed. We could put an observatory in the library. Yes. Big tall ceiling. And then you go like up a little ladder to like a, a kind totally. of platform space and then an observatory. That'd be great. Be fun. Be, that'd be great we, we gotta win the lottery i suck at playing the lottery any <laughs> tips would be appreciated but i gotta say 
the random number selection that we're doing, mm. I think the computer hates me. I think we could build this edition for, it's probably substantially less than a million dollars, but let's say if you guys know of a way for us to get a million dollars to build an addition to our house, uh, I mean, we, ha we haven't fully explored only paws. Only paws. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of fur paws, furry paws. Oh my god! And I don't think we've actually tried to monetize that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> paws picks may be a thing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, my God. All <sighs> right, everybody. Well, I'm sorry that this was mostly sad news. I think we kept it together pretty well. Yeah. Again, I don't think it's really hit. No, completely. definitely has she, not she, for she's, me. She's been so such a constant, and she's never sought the attention, except when she's Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, but, you know, she's never been intentionally disruptive beyond that. Yeah. So, uh, just so you guys know, so we're recording this podcast early. We're recording on Sunday where we normally record Wednesday, but I'm going to be out of town this week. So this will likely drop early, but there's not going to be like a midweek podcast coming cause I'm going to be gone and I'm going to be gone Tuesday to Saturday. So, uh, the next podcast will be next week. Probably a more regular, actually, no, we're going on our little staycation. So maybe a little early. It'll also be early next week, but maybe not quite this early. You never know. Yeah. This is the the beauty of the the world. You never know. Who knows? You might get a, p a couple podcasts. Who knows? It, it's unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I might just do a no, no. I mean, you can predict oh, just that. Just Ingo podcast? You can predict that. It would be our most listened to podcast. Yeah, and you would be, it would be your worst nightmare. Oh but it would be, be like, like four hours. But it would be a lot of people's like, man, that was some crazy crap. <laughs> 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 no i fear that i'm not going to do that all right uh well thanks everybody for listening and for all of your really supportive comments like there were a handful of assholes which were nobody who followed us you all were so great and it really helps us no i think everyone gets the the bargain we make with with dogs it's yeah. not it's it's not fair but you know it does encourage you to do what you can when you can yep. you know i don't regret carrying her up and down the stairs an extra time or going swimming with her one more time or whatever no it was all you know that we did it right this time do the most you can yep we we did it right yep all right everybody thanks for listening we'll talk to you all soon and until next time slava ukraini and don't bite anyone unless they ask you to that's right bye bye, bye.